Hello and welcome to the Nourish Practice podcast, a podcast focused on all things intuitive eating, intuitive movement and helping you heal your relationship to food while moving away from diet culture in hopefully a nice relaxed way. There'll be a mixture of solo episodes and guest interviews. Any topics you would like included just send me a DM on Instagram at Nourish Practice and I hope you enjoy the episode. A little bit of a, a bonus episode as it were. We're talking a little bit about the concept of tools not rules and especially how that relates to your nutrition journey and your relationship with food so I often talk on Instagram a lot about tools not rules I like it because it rhymes but what does it mean um in practice so these are the self-explanatory I understand but when it comes to nutrition I think it's one of the most important things not only for you working on your relationship to food but also to the nutritionist working with you we all like to be told what to do and it just makes life easier. Eat this at this time, cook this, etc. Or even you can now get meal delivery services. Voila, life changed, etc. But then you're always relying on that person, that company, whatever it is. And you don't know why you're necessarily doing what you're doing. You just know, I've been told to do this. I've been told the result is this. And that's not always the case. And this is the issue with very strict meal plans. So except for medical conditions where they are necessary and often prescribed by a doctor to increase weight or to get back to a certain a level of iron, certain vitamin, whatever it is, then it may be needed. But for everyday life, they're not the most flexible. And they might not work because, number one, they're not adaptable. If you have to work late, if you don't have time, maybe you didn't get to the shop, you haven't got certain ingredients etc etc or you have family coming over a friend an unplanned evening that sort of thing number two you may not know why you're eating what you're eating you're just told this is it Um, and often there's not a lot of variation so you don't really know why um, or what the plan is number three it may not be what you fancy or a craving and (laughs) that sounds a little like oh well we can't always eat what we fancy but that is a big impact on if we're satisfied with our food or not and I know sometimes you think oh I just want this type of food if it's cold we want warm foods if it's hot we want cold foods and the idea of eating something that is not only not what we want but sometimes the opposite of that can mean it's a bit of a barrier to to making it to eating it and it leaves you feeling unsatisfied we're natural rebels (laughs) rebels and we'll often not do what we're told to do whether it's not eating a certain amount making something else or we just We like to rebel a little bit against that. So you will get fed up pretty quickly following a very strict plan um, for most people. But how do you move away from that without feeling like you don't know what's going on? You have no information. What do you do now? You've had that safety crutch and it's been taken away. This is where the idea of developing those tools comes in. And just some examples for you. There are a whole range of tools that you'll work through depending on your situation, your relationship to food, to movement, etc. But first one is information. Why are you doing what you're doing? For me, this is information about food in terms of how it might affect your mood, your fullness, your energy levels, whether certain foods are absorbed better with other ones, whether some are better before a workout, that sort of thing. Not a calorie value, not a X amount of grams. It's all about food as an overarching theme. Maybe how it affects your digestion. Maybe it's that sort of thing. Knowing more about it will help you make informed decisions. Oh, I'm feeling a little tired. I know this will help. Oh, I'm about to go for a run. I know that I have to eat this. Or, oh, I'm feeling really hungry at lunchtime. Maybe my breakfast needs. It had some 
fats and some carbs, but there was no protein in there, etc, etc. Not a calorie value, just information. Information helps you make informed decisions. Number two, intuition. And I know this sounds really simple because intuitive eating at the heart of it is intuition. But it is a really important skill and takes a lot of time. Once you know you're listening to those internal cues, there's a lot of feeling confident, feeling embodied in that. But also you get a lot of interesting information from yourself. What do you want? What do you not want? And that'll be very different to someone giving you an external plan. It'll be like, actually, I want a little bit more. Actually, I want a little bit less. And that is a real tool to be able to listen to that, which is why it takes time to work on. Third thing, the ability to say no and set boundaries. And again, this might not seem nutrition related, but it is a very important skill, especially talking to those around you about how they approach your eating, how they talk about their relationship to food, whether it's people talking about dieting, talking about weight, wanting to get involved in diet, to be able to say no, or I'm in a place where I'm working on my relationship to food, can we not talk about that? It's a real skill and a real tool, and again, it may leak into other areas of the life. So saying no and setting boundaries is really important, and it'll, it is a tool, it is a skill, again, it is worked on. Number four, recipes. I included this, although I don't really do it. I'm terrible at making my own recipes. And there's a lot of experimentation in the kitchen that's 50-50 success rate. Um, I'm a BBC food, good food advocate. Um, as I know, a lot of people from personal training backgrounds are like, yeah, she is BBC good food. Um, I know from some nutritionists, you'll find original recipes. There's a lot of reels. Um, I get loads of them recommended to me. So I like to signpost to here's a great recipe site, here's some great ideas for meals, using things like the plate by plate approach, that sort of stuff to give you those information, those recipes that aren't necessarily Googling healthy version of blah 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 or X amount of calories version of. Um, again, more recipes you know, and when you go, oh, I really fancy that recipe that I tried the other day with this, or oh, I went to a restaurant and tried this and I'd love to recreate it, that sort of thing. Next one effective self-care for you what soothes you what helps you feel relaxed what helps you take time out to think and again tune back in with the body it may be something like having an evening out having a bubble bath all that sort of typical thing maybe it's exercising maybe it's reading maybe it's doing something productive such as writing a novel that you've had an idea about or creating something and it's just productive not in a I'm going to work for this, I'm going to sell this way, just that I have this idea and I want to get it out. I want to use those creative muscles. Knowing what works for you is a tool, is a skill, because you're not going to then rely on things that work for other people that aren't serving you. Next one is an understanding of your feelings. Now, although it's nutritional therapy, it's not completely strict therapy. You will not go through every feeling in detail and really pinpoint the start of it. However, you'll start to think about food in relation to your feelings, when maybe you eat when you're feeling low, all that sort of relationship back and forth between the two and start to really dig into those. Maybe you start to feel your feelings a bit more. Maybe you just appreciate them and go, I'm not going to deal with them for now. I'm going to take a step back, but I know they're there. So it's just having that start to understand the feelings, starting to work with them, which again is a real skill. And it's something that you possess yourself. 
the nutritionist may sit there and go, oh, and how do you feel this way? Or, oh, have you noticed a relationship between when you feel this, etc. But they're not going to tell you, you feel this, you must do this. It is your tool, your skill. Next one is insight, hopefully, <laughs> when working with nutritionists, you'll get an idea of where you want to be with your relationship to food. I can sit here and go, oh, I want you to experience food freedom. I'd love for you to be able to go out to a restaurant and eat without thinking about the menu and just enjoy the night. Maybe that's not what you want to focus on. Maybe you want to focus on something not social. Maybe you want to focus on intuitive movement. Maybe you want to focus on just rejecting diet culture and then the rest you're going to take slowly. You having an insight into where you want to go will help you pave out the steps to get there. If I make a meal plan and go, okay, this meal plan is going to do this for you because I want you to do that. That's not going to work for your goals. But starting to have that tool of insight will help you go, well, actually, this is where I want to be. And even sometimes going, I thought I wanted to be here, but I've realized as I've worked through this, that's not where I want to be. And often this is in relation to weight loss. I thought I wanted to lose X amount. Actually, I just want to get to a place where I can work on body acceptance or I thought I wanted to lose weight but actually I just want to eat a variety of foods without feeling guilty see what I mean and the last one confidence when you are equipped when you have the tools when you have a lot of information especially intuitive and internal information you can feel confident you're doing what's best for you you're listening to your instincts you're not being led by someone else you're fully in control and often when it comes to dieting, when it comes to restriction, we just feel out of control. So having that confidence and that feeling of control is going to help you move through this process. And again, these all sound very like end result, I finished, I'm done. But you learn to build them and hone them. And again, you build your own toolkit. There's probably many more than these. And if you've got any, do let me know. That you'll slowly build based on your situation. And you'll start to go, oh, I... I went out to a restaurant, I had a meal and I feel really guilty afterwards. I shouldn't feel this way because I've been doing intuitive eating for a while, but I feel really guilty and I can't help it. But then you sit back and go, but I know what my goal is. It's food freedom. How can I work towards that right now? I understand my feelings. I've started to realise what my actions reflect in terms of my feelings. I've started to recognise, oh yeah, when I do this, I feel like this. I've realised that I haven't really been engaging in effective self-care this week. So maybe that's, I haven't said no or set boundaries. They were talking about dieting at the dinner table and I didn't. So you start to really use those skills. And you can step back and go, oh, this is normal. This is a blip in the, in the journey. Again, you can't fail intuitive eating and you can move forwards. Whereas if you had a meal plan and you said, oh, I'm going, going out for a dinner, I've fallen off the meal plan. You just feel guilty. You might go back on it. You might feel terrible. You don't have the skills to deal with any variation from that set thing. Whereas hopefully giving you tools rather than here's a set rule, here's a set rule, here's a set rule will allow you to make your own decisions on what you want to do and what you don't want to do and dealing with the variations that come with that. Hopefully this has been useful. <laughs> and again, any questions, any feedback? As always, do let me know either here, email, Instagram, etc. A little thought processing to finish is, are you working in a way that is very restrictive, following certain rules, whether sometimes we don't even know we're doing it? 
oh, I can't have breakfast before this time, or oh, lunch must be at this time. Are you setting rules for yourself, or are you following external rules? And what do you have in your toolkit? What maybe do you need? Where are the gaps? How can you work?